Moses. Mr. Coffin. <laughs> Mr. Coffin, it's been what, 10 years almost? <laughs> no, seven years. Seven it's been years, seven, seven years. years. Oh, man, yeah. it's been a while. You know what? I, I uh, This morning uh, with my wife, there, I said, I'm talking to Moses. Mm -hmm. And of course, she doesn't know who you are, right? So I said, I got to show, show you this guy. So I went and found a bunch of your videos where you walk into a store and you speak Khmer and Vietnamese. <laughs> And uh, then one where you talk to some Chinese guy and you spoke, oh, I got to be looking at my phone here. And uh, spoke to this uh, Chinese guy, I think in a restaurant and you spoke to him in Russian and he said, no, you're not speaking Russian or something. Oh, that was, oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so very impressive. Very impressive. Um, so what has, uh, what has changed over these last seven years? Not much, man. Uh, just, um, I mean, I live in Arizona now. I don't, I don't live in Ohio um okay. so that's the biggest thing that's different here um i'm still doing a language you know as usual i, I can't i can't mm -hmm. stop doing languages um right that's i should I, you know for those I, I should say maybe some of my viewers don't know who you are okay although you are a legend you are a legend and we will like you link to your youtube <laughs> no well a link to your youtube channel uh, -huh. uh in the description box okay and I mean, you have massive numbers of uh, subscribers. I don't know what it is, 800,000 or something it's, on, on it, YouTube. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like 950,000. And I don't know how that happened. I don't know where these people came from. I was shocked. I'm still shocked because I didn't really expect it to, to, to that channel. Oh, no. But so, and, and so, and Moses is, okay, there are people, you can say there are people like Luca, who I think is, is phenomenal at, you know, a limited number of languages. So whatever that is, 10 or something. Moses is the champ in terms of numbers of languages, numbers of unrelated languages. So j just to go over that. So I saw you speaking Khmer and Vietnamese. Uh -huh. And I should say that I went to Vietnam and I tried to learn a bit before going there. And I was totally incapable of saying anything other than come on, which is the only thing I remember. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's about as far as I got. Uh, but you also do, could you just tell our the people who follow this channel just all the different languages that you speak what? to some degree? Um, like you don't have to be a PhD in these languages, yeah. just that you're able to communicate. So my strongest languages are Mandarin, obviously English, that's my native language, uh, Japanese, uh, was it Mandarin, Japanese, Cantonese, uh, Korean, it's up there, Korean, uh, Spanish, uh, what other languages? Um, that I can it's so many of them uh <laughs> okay but now let's get to some of the more exotic okay. exotic ones. okay so yeah. so don't you do Estonian or Georgian or oh something? okay so Estonian I'm not really doing much of Estonian these days however right um I studied Finnish for a couple years um wow. Georgian is one of them Armenian uh, so do you read in Georgian? I can as well? read and write Georgian, read and write Armenian. Right. Pretty much all the languages okay. I learn, I know how to read and write in them. It's how similar are the writing system? Like to me, they look the same. Georgian and Armenian. Oh, do they use the same. Oh, alphabet? they're totally different. No. They're totally different. Totally it's, different. Uh, yeah, they're very, very different. And I think that the um, Georgian is probably easier to learn as far as the writing is easier. It's a bit more easy to learn than uh, Armenian, but they're mm -hmm. they're very different languages. They the, wow. the, the writing yeah. system is different. I mean, they they both right. both countries. A lot of the people of both countries speak Russian as a native language. Oh, I know. Yeah, but, yeah, but though know. they're that Armenian and Georgian, very different, very very different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, they have a similar history in a way, you know, early Christian countries and the Caucasus and stuff. And, and I thought maybe, I know the languages are completely different. Like Armenian is a, is a European language, right? Yeah, it is. Indo-European, yes. Whereas Georgian is something totally Yeah, Georgian, unrelated. you know what? Georgian, the yeah. last time I read about Georgian, Georgian is, an, is it's in its own little group. It's not re- it's right. not related to any other language. This it's a it's an isolated mm-hmm. language and it's very unique. Like every I had a Georgian or I still do. I have Georgian grammar book. Every mm-hmm. chapter, literally every chapter has a chart for 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 uh what is it? Um um oh my goodness, I'm forgetting the the, the word. Um ir, ir, irregular verbs. Every chapter they right. have a chart for irregular verbs. It's ridiculous. You know, uh, incidentally, we're going to get George in that link. Oh, yeah. Because, okay. Okay. Because somebody decided to translate our mini stories into Georgian. So we're going to get Georgian. I don't think we'll get many people learning it. But uh, well, but so 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 geographically then. So you're you're into the Baltics. You into the Baltics. Yeah. Finish. Yeah. Any Latvian or Lithuanian or anything? You know what? It's funny because Lithuanian, I just. I, so, and so you probably know that many years ago, I, da- I dabbled with a lot of different languages. Lithuanian was one right. of the languages that I was dabbling with. But right. just this year, last year, I that's one of the languages I decided to learn like full time. So Lithuanian is one of my active languages right now. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're in the Baltics. Yeah, I'm in the Baltics, yeah. You're also in the Caucasus. Yes, you're in the yes, Caucasus sir. yes, sir. Because you got Georgian and Armenian. Yes, sir. You're in Southeast Asia with Khmer, Thai... <laughs> Vietnamese, Uh, you're in East Asia with uh, Korean, Japanese, uh, and Mandarin, and Cantonese. What other geographical areas? Mongolian is over there. Yeah, Mongolian is over there too, right? Yeah, Mongolian. Yeah, Mongolian. So besides the East Asian, we got Southeast Asia. We got East Asia, Southeast Asia. Then we have, um, what else do we have? Didn't I see an Indian flag on one of your videos? Oh yeah, we have Indian languages going on Tamil. So I'm I'm doing yeah. Tamil full time now. Then I do mm-hmm. Hindi. Uh, I'm not doing it right. full time, but I I do some Hindi here and there. Um, right. A bit of Punjabi. Um, right. What else is there? You'd be popular in Vancouver. We got lots. Of oh Punjabis man, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I have a quite a few Indian languages. Any any. Any African languages? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So we got Somali. Um, that's probably my strongest African language. Somali, Swahili, uh, Amharic, Ethi- which is Ethiopian. Um, right. Oh, you speak? Okay, Amharic. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Yoruba. I saw your uh, Sud. You said you're going to speak Sudanese Arabic, but it sounded to me like Fusa. I could understand everything you were saying. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, Fusa. That's another one of my current active languages. Sudanese Arabic is basically. You know, it's just a dialect, but they have their own words right. like Shadid. They say Shadid. That that word is for specific. what is Shadid? Shadid. Strong. A they, lot, yeah. You know? Yeah. Jadid. Like it's it's close to. Yeah, okay. it's Shadid. Right. And then yeah. they just have some words that are different um, that only Sudanese people will understand. But for the most part, if you're, right. for example, if you're from Saudi Arabia and I spoke to you in Sudanese right. Arabic, you will pretty much understand, even if there are some words that we use that you don't understand, right. you'll be able to figure out what I'm saying from context. So it's, you could speak that, I right. could speak that Sudanese Arabic with anyone from the Arab speaking world. Mm-hmm. 
And okay, so getting back, so uh, Amharic, Somali, Swahili, any of uh, the Bantu, like uh, yes, Zulu, Zulu yes, yeah, Zulu, um, yeah, Zulu. Uh, actually, Swahili. I think. Well, actually, you know what? Swahili is Bantu, and Zulu is more yeah. Nguni. They say Nguni. Oh. Yeah, it's a Nguni language. Um, Yoruba. Uh, that's Nigerian languages. Nigerian. Yeah, I had a friend at university who was a Yoruba. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, American uh, native languages? What? Like Quechua, you speak. Any I don't Quechua? know Quechua. No, I don't know that. I, I, Navajo is probably the one I know the most. But I'm right. interested in learning, like, uh, what's that? Um, Ojibwe. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Cree would be a big one in Canada. Which, which one? Cree. Cree is the is most widely spoken. Cree. Okay, Cree. I never heard of that Cree. one. Is that C R E E? I think I've seen that. Correct. Okay. Yeah, CRE, it's, it's all across Canada. All across Canada. I, I don't know how mutually intelligible all the different versions of Cree uh -huh. are, but it's widely spoken. Do you meet them very often? Well, I was involved in a sawmill in northern Alberta, and we had, uh, there are a lot of people out there who speak Cree. Uh, and also, we one of our partners was a Métis settlement, and they speak Cree. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and there's, there's Cree in British Columbia, there's Cree in Ontario, Quebec. It's, it's fairly widespread, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that Cree because I I definitely want to come back. I went. I've been to Canada two, well maybe three times. I've been to Canada, but uh -huh. I, that was Toronto. But I would love to go to Vancouver right. because I hear a lot. Oh, you <laughs> you come and visit. You know, if you come to Vancouver, we will go uh, do your uh, what do you call it level, level up. up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, first of all, I've never done that, but I've always wondered, like, if you wander into a place and you got your camera on, like, some people don't want to be mm -hmm. videoed, right? And they don't want to be on the internet. Like, how do you get permission, or do you get permission after the fact? Um, or do well, some people chase you away, or what? For what the most work? part, for the most part, I don't know how the laws are there in Canada, but here, mm -hmm. particularly in the United States, you can record anywhere uh, freely, except right. in someone's home. If you it's private so it's, it has okay. to be public right. so normally when i uh when i do recordings i don't really tell people unless they the only time i tell them is if they notice i'm recording now if they say hey you're recording that's a camera then i will tell them and then most of the time 99 of the time they're okay with it they i tell them i have a youtube channel and they say oh you have a youtube channel what's your youtube channel get let me uh, and i'll give them my youtube channel um i, I had a couple times where someone said yeah i don't want to be on youtube and I didn't use the footage, but that uh, rarely happens. So your camera is is hidden, or where do you yeah, have your camera? Yeah, um, I have um, actually. Um, you know what? One second, my bag is right here. All right. So I have a hat. I think you've seen this hat before. I have this hat. First of all, right. these are the cameras that I use. Right. Okay, so these are the cameras that I use. Um, th these are GoPro cameras. I'm pretty sure a lot of the, a lot of your followers, a lot of your viewers, they know what GoPro is. So these, I use these cameras, okay. GoPro, and what I do with these cameras is put it. I'll I'll use this hat. Right. So as you can see, <laughs> as you can see, there's a hole right here in this hat. Right. So I place yeah. the camera inside of this 
you know, like this. Right. Oh, yeah. And you can't really see. You can't really. You know, I'm six for seven. Okay. Oh, I'm six for seven. So when I'm wearing this hat, most right. people can't really see. Even it's funny because even when I sit down, I remember I was recording in a Chinese restaurant and I was actually sitting down. I had this hat on and I'm looking up at the waitress and she still didn't realize that I was recording. So most most of the time people are so intrigued and interested in why I'm want to learn this language. They're not really they look at this and they'll just right you know they're not really concerned about that but um right. if they if you look at it if you if you look if you keep looking at it you can tell that it's a camera in there but you have to be really right. looking so if you're very observative you will know it's right. a camera and then you say wait a minute it, what is that? they'll ask you what what is that what is is that a camera so i had that happen right. to me a chinese actually a chinese guy i was in walmart and I was in line talking to him and his wife. And then he was looking, he was looking at my hat. And then he said, um, he, he, he asked me and Johnny, so what is that? He said, is that a camera? And then I was like, oh shit. He, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I got to come up with a story. So I had to come up with some, with some story. Uh, I said, okay. I said, yeah, it's, it's a camera. And I said, it's my friend's birthday. My friend is having a birthday party tonight and I'm recording the, you know, the reaction and I'm record basically recording the party and he's like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was that. But I use that camera for that. And then I have this, I recently just started using this here. This, this just came out. This is the max. This is the GoPro max. Now with this, right. obviously, you know, this is not going into the hat. This is too big. So I right. have a chest strap. I have the GoPro's chest strap. And basically mm -hmm. what I do is have my brother wear this. And he's recording from from his chest strap, so 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 the viewers can see me. Right. So, which is better, really, isn't it? If they can actually see. Yeah, you. yeah. Because for for a long time, I've been recording in a way to where you can't really see me; you can only hear me. And and a right. lot of people they've been saying, "Oh, we want to see you. We want to see you." So I said, "Man, right. I don't know how I'm gonna do this." And I said, "Okay, right. this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get this chest strap for my brother." And then when I'm right. practicing the language, then he could be recording from his perspective. So, and it, and you know, it, it's it, that camera is exposed. If people look at right. him, they can tell that they, they look at it. They say they, they, they'll see that he's recording. But like I said before, they're so interested in why I'm wanting to, why I'm speaking this language. They're not really concerned about the right. camera. So they're just trying to see like, why are you want to learn this language? What will happen? Where did you learn? Why are you speaking it? You know?